Hey guys, welcome back to another Vintage Talk Show podcast. Today we're going to be talking about maybe anything. The topic we have uh, kind of spitting around our our mind is uh, things that are not valued, but we think should be valued more. So I'm going to let Mosquito Head start us off, and we'll see where we go. Okay, so stuff that hasn't really been... Uh... I guess noticed yet or looked at in any any kind of serious way. Maybe the uh, the old get and sits is what I call them. You get them and you sit on them, and uh, you know, kind of with the hope that you know down the road, fifteen twenty years, it's gonna go up to say a hundred dollars. Like for me, <clears throat> like I was telling you, these two thousand four like Beetle shirts, like the Let It Be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably some of those are good uh, getting sits because I feel like they're not they're not super common, but they're also, you can find them right now if you're looking. And uh, I do think those down the road are going to be worth something. So uh, that's, that's one example. Uh, so you're talking about mainly early thousands items? Uh, that or just stuff like, say, Bugle Boys that are like stuff that are vintage but not really... Super popping, which they're probably already starting to trend a little bit more up, but uh, they're definitely valued pretty much crap nothing right now. I got you. Like, okay, for example, I found a uh, stained 2000 giant shirt the other day. I'm I'm going a, I'm to a sit on that one for a minute. See, those are already actually getting there. Yeah, but they're not the there yet. The early 2000 shots are pretty close to there. There's some of those that are even worth... Like the, the corn, corn yeah, stuff like that. Closing on the hundred dollar mark. Like no, I'm miles. with you, but they're not they're not there yet. We gotta wait for the for the market to get there. Yeah, but I would I don't know. Those are there enough like cause these beta ones I'm talking about are like what, twenty dollars right now you can get them for, sell them for. No, nah, yeah. But I, I think those in fifteen, twenty years might be two hundred dollar shirts. Yeah, I'm with you on so that. That's what I'm talking about, where it's like they're literally nothing right now, bottom of the barrel, but I do see a Heavy potential in those. Whereas some of those, like to me, any giant's going to be bringing in a little bit just because it's that, you know, that quintessential giant tag that everybody likes, that black, that red, you know, people like that. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to give you a, a, a brand that I think should go for more. I found some of these items and that is, uh, we already said it, Buell Boy. I have some Bugle Boy items that... They got good prints. I think they're overlooked yeah. for sure because the prints are cool. Um, Bugle Boy, I got a Bugle Boy Navajo, Aztec, whatever print, little uh, fleece sweater. It's one of my, my most favorite go-to pieces. It's hard when you wear it. No matter where you go, depending on what walk of life you are, most people, it's a, it's a head turner. It's, it's a nice one. Um, sometimes I find the Bugle Boy Company... Different than I guess just the Beagle Boy, like you, they kind of had their different little the BBC. Yeah, yeah. Watch out with that BBC talk. Some people what, are British broadcasting. <laughs> yeah, or? some people might think this is another type of podcast. But yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've seen some of their TV airs, the BBC. Oh uh, yeah, they're horrible. Well, don't don't just don't go online and type in BBC because you don't know what you're gonna pop up. Put the filter on. So I'm getting um, out here. Yeah, the Bugle Boys have cool prints. That's how I know they're kind of undervalued because it's like, well, their prints are every bit as cool as some of these higher-end prints. Yeah. 
and nobody's really acting like they are. And that's to me, Jatana is very similar. They got some cool prints. What's that name again? You can call it Jatano, Gatano. It's uh, how do you spell it? Because I'm not, I'm not saying you're saying it wrong. I'm just trying to make sure I know it's exactly. Like G I T A N. Oh, okay, I've seen this brand. I think I've seen this brand before. Is it a leather tag? In the- uh, no. Not okay, then I don't know if I've seen this brand before. I talk guess it to- could be leather tag. But I feel like not- I've seen it's like a almost like a um, on a Levi's. I'm talking t- like t-shirt tags or leather. I swear I've seen like I think I've seen this tag before, and it was like a Levi's you know tag that you have on the back of the pe- the blue jeans. <clears> it's like leather. Okay, yeah. But maybe was, on some of their denim was, items. Yeah, or it something. was like it was like crimped around the edges. G I T A N O, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I might be wrong. You've probably seen the same thing, just a different. Like, yeah. If, but on t-shirts, I, I haven't seen that. Okay, so they got, some, they got some cool prints. I think maybe they'll maybe not go super far, but they're definitely going to go more and and be more popular than they are now. Gotcha. Here's one for you. I know you've seen these. Some of the Ocean Pacific items. I have some yeah, awesome. I have some are, awesome printed Ocean Pacific things. Yeah, they're sometimes very similar to the Bugle Boy and that. 90s surf culture. Yeah. I've got some pretty cool all over prints or just, just wild graphics. And I look at them, I'm like, God, how come people aren't paying up for these? The tag is actually good. I did my research on them. And at one time, they were like a very boutique Like they weren't, you know, now they're in Walmart or whatever. But at one point, they were kind of high, higher end fashion. So from what I can tell, because like you look at it, it was like London, Paris whatever on the shirts, you know, there was a time where they had just select stores, but, um, I like those ocean Pacifics with the, uh, the OP with the silver and the white tag. That's the ones I'm thinking of. Like those should be a lot worth a lot more to me than what people are paying for them. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I do like ocean Pacifics as well. And they are definitely not selling for anything on line or on any kind of market. So those are definitely going to go up. um, I have one. I was thinking of something. Well, I got one for you. Go ahead. I actually found this one time. It was a really high-quality item. It was the Gap Alpine Fleece. Uh, It was an amazing quality color block. I mean, it was really Tommy-esque, Tommy Hilfiger-esque, you know, as far as, like, the color blocking. It was really nice. Heavy-duty fleece. Good quality item. But, I mean, now, okay, of the Gap items, I think it's one of the more expensive ones. But I was just thinking, man, it should go for a little bit more than what it is. It had a really nice patch on the sleeve. It said like Gap Alpine Express. It was, it was really nice. It was, it was a well put together item. So I think maybe some vintage Gap stuff could be, could be going up in value eventually. Yeah, I think with the <clears throat> fraternity market, kind of strictly just the frats and kind of like preppy. I can see. I can see big head, duck head going off a little more. Oh, actually, guys. I'm going to say this, man. I've said that for a while, so um, you've got to say it's going off. No, I no. I've seen duck head striped shirts go for pretty good. I've seen them, like the yellow tag ones. Mm-hmm. Yes, those yeah, those ones. are sharp. No, but not, not all duck head. I got some duck head stuff that I was thinking, oh, yeah, this is good for frat. Like, I even marketed it as frat when I usually try to sell it. Um, but, yeah, so certain of the striped ones I've seen going for pretty good you know, change or like thirty, forty dollar range. Just because the colors are cool, they got these vibrant reds and yeah, greens and weird, blues and yellow, yellows. Weird purple. I've seen. Yeah, I actually have one right now that's like a bigger stripe uh, duck head. I'm gonna try to get thirty for it. For, you know, free shipping. But no, I agree. Duck head is something that could 
could be as far as quality. Um, LL Bean stuff. I know that there are select markets that really enjoy LL Bean. Um, the quality of LL Bean is is actually yeah, I outstanding. It was, it was kind of equivalent to Patagonia. Well, as far as resale though, <clears throat> I'm going to. It's sp- not their resale, but. Well, certain things like I've had some LL Bean denim. I call them chore jackets. They sell pretty good, thirty, forty dollar range. You know, um, the anoraks or the pullovers with like this little uh, ribboning on them with like a print. Like I've sold those for a pretty good price. But yeah, I think LL Bean could be a lot more popular than what it is currently, especially vintage LL Bean. I think it could really go up in value if people started understanding what it is. There's no difference in it than any other kind of vintage to me. Just takes the right group of people or the right person to wear it. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, yeah, that actually is really legit. Hey, I got another one too for you, man. Reebok. Vintage Reebok stuff. Yeah, I like that. Above the rim. Um, The Reebok. Iverson 3s. Yeah, the I3 stuff. The... um, the pump it like just the pump it up stuff, the the court, Reebok court stuff. Like there's a lot of things out there that I see that a Reebok, I'm thinking, why aren't these popular? I think there's a cult following for Reebok where people are like, Yeah, this is definitely good quality stuff. It's nice, you know. But I think Reebok should be especially vintage Reebok, should be a lot higher. Puma, I don't really care. I don't I don't see I've that. seen she got a really cool color block. Puma from the 90s jacket. Kind of not quite a windbreaker, a little thicker, a little bit, you know, beefier material, but it's it's pretty swag. Okay. It's uh I mean if you see that you'll be like, okay, that's 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 a cool Puma. Okay. But I'm with you on average, no, I'm not there. But on average, like you said, with the Reebok, I I like their 90s windbreakers as much, sometimes more than some of these 90s Nikes. Yeah, like they some look of the, very aesthetically pleasing. Some of the big logo ones. I like those big logo ones, man. Um, a lot of the Reebok stuff is cool. They're neon prints. They're they're just as con- like their early '90s stuff. I think is just as comparable as early '90s Nike stuff and Adidas stuff. I think all of them yeah. were all of them were hitting the same apex there as far as um, good quality items. They were in the <clears throat> the other half of the the Skeeter heads. Uh, reminded me about the Calvin Klein. I think is definitely like oh the CK the CK big yeah. logo the, the embroidered sweatshirts or the T-shirts of the classic CK. I think those will definitely go up. I agree with her on that. And uh, they're definitely undervalued, and they will probably very soon start getting up there in the game. Yeah, actually, seen actually no lie, I saw a Calvin Klein the other day. Um, it was a real Calvin Klein. It was like a graphic tee, and I was thinking, should I buy it? I mean, it's not worth. Like, do was I want it old nineties? Yeah, it was definitely. It was faded. It was. I mean, it was something that. But I'd say pick them up if you. But here's them. the thing, though. I had a Calvin Klein actual logo T-shirt, Heather Gray. Like, if there's any color you'd ever want to buy in a T-shirt, Heather Gray's. I would say the color to buy. It goes with everything. It always looks good. It was a Heather Gray. It only sold for eighteen dollars. Now, now, I'm saying buy them. Just hold on to them. Yeah, no, I should have. Down I mean, the road, I'm that saying. thing, same thing, probably fetch forty dollars. No, I'm, like the Mark. Remember the Mark? Wasn't the Mark Wahlberg? Calvin Klein underwear, like, you know, that's an iconic thing. Jennifer yeah, Aniston yeah. and, like, like Calvin Klein underwear and, like, stuff like that is already starting, I think, making yeah. a bit of a comeback. Now, I'm with you on the Calvin Klein, man. I think it could be a big one. 
Oh man, there's so many brands. Let me just kind of rack my mind here. Think of something That's else. That's gonna be that same line of people with like the Tommy. You think you know, so? The Polo, yeah, maybe that same crowd. I'll put them with the more like the guest people. Yeah, they're, guests is because the, de- the denim aspect of it. You know, Calvin yeah. Klein denim jacket, guest denim jacket. Like that's what I kind of put with those. I don't know, but I see what you're saying though with the graphic tees, the embroidered tees. Those are like your Polo spell out, your Tommy flag. Like that's that's the iconic piece for that that line. <coughs> now, as far as back in the day, getting them new from a store, were they in the same ballpark as far as prices in store? I think so, man. Calvin Klein and say like a Polo or Tommy Hill. Yeah, I think all those were. I mean, Calvin Klein. Yeah, so they're right there. With Calvin me. Klein may have actually <coughs> been more per item. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't so. know. I don't yeah, know. I, I, but I'm saying, like, I could just see it being like one of those brands that was. Very popular, very exclusive, and just fell off the market for some reason. Yeah, why is that reason? Well, I get the Tommy Hilfiger was the the rumor that he was a racist, which they debunked, and it's winning a lot of people back. So I get that that was what, kind of his reason for falling off a little bit. But like with Calvin Klein, I don't really get it. I guess it was just the trend in, in fashion. That's what really sets the whole thing is the trend in fashion. And people went away from the Calvin Klein. But Polo's kind of never left. Well, it's like it's like uh, FUBU. People are trying to bring that back. I don't understand. See, I can't do it. And I, if you're out there listening, don't ever try to bring FUBU back. I no. think it should never come back. Should have never been a thing. I don't think it ever really was. I, honestly, I'm not about it. I think it just looks like a generic made in China jersey that's trying to be another jersey. No, I agree, man. It's I can't like, stand them. I was gonna wear them one time all summer, never change, and wear like a a five X FUBU jersey <laughs> and never change. I was gonna do it all summer and just see what people said. Never did find one that I liked, and it just never happened. But yeah. I just I, I can't take them seriously. I'm sorry. What is it? Dray- what's is it? Damon. Sorry if I butcher your name, but uh, I, I mean I respect him. I do respect him. I, I, I like Shark Tank. I've seen him on that. He's a hustler. I respect what he's doing. So don't don't no, get a at his time this. was a big deal. But I, I like know. the guy. I think he's a hustler. I like where he came from. Humble roots. I just don't like the stuff. I don't think it's there, and I don't want it to ever really be there. Yeah, no man. offense. And luckily, I think he's got other ventures. He's fine. Okay, well, here you go. What about, um, like, Carl? I think it's Carl Kanai. Umbro are brands I think should be a lot bigger than what they are. Uh, Cross Colors is a big brand, but I don't see people losing their crap over them all the time. Where do you see uh, Crooks and Castles going? Crooks and Castles? You see it going anywhere now? That's kind of like, I I see that. Like, the birth of some of the streetwear stuff. I mean, I, I guess for me, okay, hold on, let's go back. The Mark Echo LRG, I guess, would kind of be like the the beginning of streetwear. Crooks and Castles kind of off of that. I mean, they could be eventually a big deal. You Same with Diamond. Kind of getting off, going somewhere, whereas... I don't think in our generation, but I think for future generations, like Crooks and Castles, Diamond, Supply Co., you know, that, that whole thing... Um, Diamonds more, is that skateboarding or is that not skateboarding? No, it is. Yeah, it's skateboarding. Crooks and Castles, is that more like street, streetwear? Like yeah. Kinda... yeah, but they also collaborate a lot with these other streetwear brands. But I see them being brands that um, in the future. So, for example, I've seen some people going starting to go crazy over vintage uh, Stussy items. I've seen some people posting them online and uh, – Stussy's a brand that's been around for a while. They've always been fairly popular, but now it's like people are wanting the vintage stuff. 
it's like I don't think it's going to get as popular as they want it to be, but I don't know, man. So that's a brand, I mean, you look out for. Certain people like Stussy, so buy it. Diamond, it's not really something that people are on the line searching for, a diamond tee, unless it's maybe some very rare collaboration, limited number run or something like that. So any other brands you think are undervalued? Well, let me go back to Umbra. Overlooked. Umbra, overlooked, See, I've undervalued. Heard, I've been an Umbra boy since no, you have. early 90s. And I'm with you. They're quality of stuff, but I just don't think people pay up enough for them. Um, Umbra, like certain Umbro print shorts are just wild. They're insane. I have those pair of uh, sand volleyball or like whatever, and they're they're amazing looking. Oh, here's a brand that I could talk about, Kappa. So I used to be a big Kappa guy. Too. Yeah, but they came back. You know, who'd ever thought Kappa? <clears throat> Guess champion. Um, let me think. I, I can think of some other brands. Those are the ones on top of my head right now. Like those brands were nothing for a while, and now they're back. And people could argue with me all day how they always were. Well, maybe like you're saying, you and Umbro. Oh, yeah, me and Umbro have always been a thing. Okay, I can understand that. But as far as mass popularity, no one cared about guest shirts in 2011. Nobody was rocking champion in 2012. Champion jerseys they were? No, champion, no, champion jerseys. <clears throat> champion jerseys have always been a thing. Uh, you're saying just like oh, the sweatshirts re- with like champion. Yeah, oh, uh, a reverse weave. No one cared about that. A spell out one. No one cared about that. No one cared about a guest shirt. No one cared about any of this crap. Umbro is another one of those ones, a brand that was popular and it fell by the wayside. Carhartt has seen a resurgence. Now, it's never fallen off as a workwear brand, but Carhartt's a brand Street that's... Wear, to be more of yeah, it's, I mean, and I'm okay with it. Carhartt's a good quality item. I mean, it's there's some... duty. Yeah, there's some nice Carhartt stuff out there. But I see some young kids on Instagram, and they'll post a picture of a Carhartt pocket tee like it's an amazing find. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I, I see those a dime a dozen. Maybe it's my demographic, but that's nothing special. What, what's up with that, you know? <clears throat> yeah, I don't get the Carhartt pockets at all. I mean, have, you, have you seen this online? I haven't seen that, honestly. I've seen people do that stuff. It just It's weird to me, you know? I don't understand it. I mean, it's not every person out there. It's just like a couple, you know, select individuals, and they're like going nuts over it. Oh, feeling this vintage cohort. Low-end item, not really that that great. Good quality, yes. Going to sell for a lot, no. Okay, let's, let's segue into shirts that are super sold after and valued right now that you see soon going kind of by the wayside. Uh, guess, Hardy. I think they're already dropping. Yeah, uh, I said that because of the sexual assault allegations against the, uh, George uh, Marciano. Yeah, I figured after that it was kaputs, but it's kind of hung in there a little bit longer. But yeah, I think it's yeah. it's about to drop, and uh, even the stripes. My people think those are the top dogs, but they're, yeah, they're gonna. Uh, it's I agree, it's gonna all drop off. What's another one? Man, it's hard to say. I feel like. Uh, Rap tees will eventually drop in value. Rap tees altogether, or what? I think that you're gonna continue to have your hardcore collectors, but that's. Uh, I just feel like that whole. I think for some that, reason rap game has only gotten bigger. I've never seen it like. I've, it's never been a wave of like up and down. It's just it's just been a freaking up. 
No, I agree. It's been up. No, I agree with you. It's only now gotten richer into the like influence and way more stuff, way more styles, way more music. Everything's getting so influenced by rap. It's not even funny. It's just all becoming that. Look, I so may be like, wrong. I may be wrong. That's just going up. It's, if I start seeing a sign of it going down, maybe I'll start believing that. But right now, I don't see it. I guess yeah. everything has eventually a downfall, but I wouldn't say near future on that. I would say it might be, who knows, who, who knows how old I'll be when it starts getting to where... No, I'm with you. You can't sell rap to you for 50 bucks. I don't know. I'm just saying it just takes one person in a fashion house to change the culture. Okay. So let me think of some things. I've seen a brand pop in lately. Architerix. It's been popping for a while. Yeah, but not on on the streetwear fashion industry brand. I don't know. I remember seeing some Westbrook kids rocking that stuff in like 05. No, I'm not. Oh, four. I'm not. Heavy wearing it. I'm not saying that. So I don't. I, that brand's you're been talking a top about, for a You're while. talking about preppy kids. You're talking about maybe kids that have wealth. I think you just now found out about it, and you're kind of saying, no, dude, I'm about. telling it's you. It's been right a thing, now. man. I'm telling you right now. You, I was there when you first found out about what the fuck that thing was. I knew about I knew about it before. No, because you were no, like, what the heck the, is this? I was like, those are good. No, that was the first one I found. <laughs> I knew what it was. What I'm saying is, I literally am <laughs> telling you right now <laughs> that they're the, they're the new Patagonia. Dude, they've been the hipsters. They've been the rich kid hipsters, Patty, rich kid hip. Like if you're if you're not wanting to be part of the everybody wearing the North Face, you're wearing that. If you're want, not wanting to be a part of the everybody wearing Patagonia, you're wearing that. It's been that forever, man. Because like I said, those kids went back when everybody was wearing the North Face and still wearing the Patties. They didn't want to wear that because everybody was doing it. They were wearing this because it was more expensive. So it kind of was more of a flex and a lot of people were doing it. So you're more of an individual. Dude, I'm with you 100%. I'm not arguing the point that it's always been a good, popular brand that brings you money. I'm just saying that you're going to see a lot of kids and a lot of people in the upcoming years that are going to be walking Architerics a lot more. I'm just saying that brand is about to, I think, be pushed into the general consensus. There are people that to this day that, that don't know what the brand is. They're going to start to learn that brand. Okay, here's what I'm getting at. North Face. Then I remember Kabu being big. Then I remember Mountain Hardware being big. Now it's Patagonia was big. Well, I'm just saying the next one that's going to be popping is going to be Architerix, if that's how you say it. I'm just saying. I'm saying like they're never. I'm never saying they're never been a popular brand. But I'm about to say they're about to be a more popular brand. Is all I'm getting at. Like they're about to be a mainstream brand, very mainstream, versus a limited group of people know about it well seeing as it's the only one who hasn't gone off yet that's what only makes sense i'm telling you man i think they're the next ones because everything else has gone off and it's worth more than all those so it's more of a flex yeah just just like i said those rich kids that were like wanting to flex harder were always wearing them no i'm with you man i'm with you 100 yeah, about it since about 0403 and I don't, I don't know what the heck it was, but I saw him wearing it with a little skeleton lizard. I was like, what the heck is that? Oh, man. When I, here's the thing. When I was with you and I found the Architerix jacket, I knew what the brand was, but I never actually put my hands on one. I remember you like looking it up, seeing what was going on. Yeah, because I, well, I, I was wanting to know. I was telling you, I was like, oh, that's going for a lot. Well, do you not remember me coming like, hey, this, I just found this really, like, I know, I said, this is an expensive jacket. I just got to look up how much yeah. it's worth. I didn't know, like, I'm telling you right now, literally, humble as possible, did not know the value of the jacket, but knew it was valuable. Yeah. Did not didn't know it was a hundred dollar jacket or a fifty dollar jacket or a two hundred fifty dollar jacket. I just knew I was like, oh, I know this brand. I know it's valuable. I think I've heard some buzz about it 
on different things, but never actually put my so hands tell on. Tell me them. another brand that's gonna drop. Another brand's gonna drop. I don't know, man. Um, I think that your next big thing could be. Like, well, I'm talking about drop off, like that's overrated. Oh, well, I mean, fall off. look at okay. Let's look. Let's take a moment to look at North Face. We I know like that's already had a fall. Though. Black label, brown label, North Face. Yeah. Your vintage North Face has never dropped off in value. However, it's just been too overworn, too overdone. If, yeah, just normal, like reproduced, not limited numbers. I would say that peaked in like early 2000s. No, I'm with you, man. Um, let's see. <clears throat> the Jordan brand has really, to me, fallen off on a lot like of things. Yeah, like it used to be hard to get a pair of shoes. If you wanted a pair of Aqua 8s, you better go out and try to find them because they only been released once or twice. You know, something like that. But now that they're mass producing their models more and more, I think that they're diluting the market, of course. And it's just <clears throat> people are looking to more exclusive things like Balenciaga shoes or um, collaborations like your Raph Simmons or, or whatever, your Pharrell Williams, your just different things like that. They're looking for these more high-end valued shoes versus uh, a pair of Jordans. Like at one time, if you had a pair of, of, of Jordans, you were, um, you know, really doing well. Oh, I got a pair of Mocha 3s. I remember that one time, those were like very hard to come by. They just re-released them, you know, and people don't care about them as much. Yeah, that's why I'm never about reprints, re-release. It's all just kills it. Like that former podcast we were talking about where I was talking about the guy reprinting these mosquito heads even if they look 100% real. This ruins it. Yeah. Okay, let's take the Yeezy uh, Adidas Boosts and the 700 350s. He's actually, in the past months, been re-releasing, I mean, releasing his shoes, but in higher number of volumes. And the resale market has suffered a little bit from that. A pair of shoes come out, they go right to the app where they used to sell out before they got to the app. So that's an example of something that could eventually fall off, not be popular anymore. Now, I'm not saying that his shoes are never going to be popular. I think they're always going to be popular. I'm saying that the retail, the resell market on it would drop down a little bit. I mean, I don't really know exactly what is going to fall off. You don't really know. I guess it's hard to tell sometimes. You have your yeah. staples, you know, you have your <clears throat> staples. So I would say just be very cautious on trendy items. Put those, like, you know, that Picasso satin bomber, like that may have trended for a little bit. I don't know if it's still going to be as valuable as it was a couple months ago if that someone found it. No, I didn't. That's an example of something that peaked and then fell off. Why was it ever popular? I don't know. Did Kylie Jenner wear it? So everybody had to have it? Got you one right here. Mark my words. Russell Westbrook wore surf style um, pantsuit and a jacket the other day. Pants and a jacket, tracksuit or whatever. Watch them. I've seen people trying to sell this suit for $200 now. Do you know how much I used to sell those for? $20 jacket. $20 jacket, dude. People can say, oh, man, you're crazy. It's like, I pass on them all the time. I just saw them all the time with the little color changing. Mm -hmm. Silky. It's like when you live near the beach or semi near it, it's like they're everywhere. Look, I'm telling you right now. He wore one the other day. I think it was like Christmas or whatever. Um, people have been. I saw. I saw every freaking parasite on the internet that had one. I don't want to be mean. 
I saw a lot of people that had them riding that wave. Hey, you want to be like Russell Westbrook? I got that pantsuit, tracksuit thing. It's $200. Was selling for 25 Yeah. Easy. That's how it is. I mean, a celebrity wears something everybody wants to because they're monkey see, monkey do. No offense. Mm-hmm. No, no, I can't. Offense I cannot knock a hustle because guess what? I'm in the business of of doing that too. I am. I'm in the business. Like if I were to go out right now and find and new a, a, one of those surf style jackets and know that I could sell it for a hundred dollars, you know I'm going to do it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that that's the next thing that's going to pop for just a little bit, and then people are going to realize that it's not really that exclusive an item, and they're just going to fall off again. Which I guess what American Thunder's kind of did that with Kanye. Yeah, American Thunder. People all wanted that. Now, with that being said, you still have your your popular one, the Feel the Wind. Like that one's always going to retain its value. But some of the other prints, yeah, they were they spiked up in value, and I think they dropped back down again. You know, when's the 3D emblem stuff? I mean, that came out of nowhere to me. The, what did that bid end up going for in that 3D emblem? That was at like six thousand or something on bid. I don't even I don't even keep track of. It, I'm gonna look it up right now. I got it was it stupid numbers. Stupid numbers. Right. That was a legitimate bid, so it was selling for that. Yeah, I hope the guy got his money. Um, it's not like a '92 Stadium Ralph Lauren jacket that's always gonna retain its or a Snow Beach. You know, those are iconic pieces. But some of these things, I look at these 3D emblems, and I'm thinking to myself. Okay, how do you, how do these people find out? Which is like I don't understand how these people find out which one's the rare one and the other one. I see so many of them all the time. I guess I just not up on them. Yeah, I think what the what it is with the three D ones is kind of it's of course a lot different, but very similar to mosquito heads. And there were artists that made these paintings and they put them on the shirts. And some of them are very exclusive. So these people that are into that culture or appreciate that part of it. So yeah, they're paying up for some of these. Like this one right here, I guess it ended up going for right under $4,000. For uh, for 1989, 3DM, it went for $3,950. What was the, describe the print to me right quick. It says Rebel Country. It's a bunch of guys sitting on like the front deck of like maybe a bar. Okay, yeah. Parked outside, they got some Rebel flags. There's some good old boys. They probably tipsy, you know, setting up for a little, you know, photo op there. Back of it's got the Nutter Fort, West Virginia, which I hear is supposed to be real rare. And yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you on that one. I understand. Almost $4,000. So that's more than any wrap tee. That's more than any mosquito head. So right now we're going to go ahead and say that 3D emblems are the number one top dog. Because ain't nobody fetched that but 3D emblems. No no one's selling a All Eyes on Me Tupac for 40 grand. Nobody sold anything for four grand, I don't think, no. to my knowledge, unless it was like, oh, Elvis Presley wore this on stage, his last concert, this shirt's selling for this. Some kind of like historical piece like that, but this is just a 3D emblem. Mm-hmm. Sold for $4,000. That's insane, but that would make 3D emblems the top dog in the vintage t-shirt world right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got um, you got your salvage denim, your Levi's. I got, okay, for example, I remember when Sherpa lined Levi denim jackets were were not as valuable as they currently are. Yeah, I agree. That stuff's going to go up, but I, to me, that stuff's still common. Yeah, I mean, you might find, I guess, it, I don't want to speak for everybody, but you might find a couple of them a year or whatever, 
but people are now willing to pay $50 for them because that's what the trend is going towards. Yeah, as far as vintage shirts on sold, I just typed in shirt on sold, and it's pretty much the top dog. There's a Shelby Cobra 1965 T that apparently got more than that. So a car enthusiast bought that one. If you're telling me, probably not, maybe not a vintage collector, but maybe someone that owned a Shelby Cobra like a 1965 Shelby. That's what I would think. Yeah, I don't understand the 3D emblem thing because there was a time when 3D emblems just weren't a big deal. There was a time when rap tees weren't a big deal. That's what boggles my mind. Um, but something that kind of really kind of messed with me is uh, like the Space Jam Nike stuff. I don't really think it's – I think it went up in popularity and never fell down. I still think people pay a lot for them. So – I can honestly say that I, because I guess I started as a collector, so I wasn't looking for resale, but I can't think back at a time where a rap tee was selling for, say, a Dr. Dre original shirt was selling for, say, 50 bucks on eBay. Can you? If you're saying they weren't where they used to, they are now. When okay. was that? Can you give me a time? Okay. Personally, did not search for them then, but I've seen. where I am, because I don't think. Yeah, but I've seen people, I've seen this one guy who had, like, posted archival images of things that had sold on auction and there were like certain like a Wu-Tang tee that only sold for $20 at auction. That's original? Yeah. So I'm getting That's at it. Okay, so I, yeah, I can't, humbly, I can't speak on the market I went looking for it but from my limited knowledge it was just like they were existing but then became very, very valuable. I'm trying to think of something else. Oh, like, um, Phantom the Opera tee that when Kanye wore it. Yeah, I saw where he wore that. Yeah. Oh, I know. was going up in price. Look, I remember whenever, uh, well, I mean, they went up and they kind of leveled out to a certain price range. Um, Drake wore this uh, Tennessee hoodie that he, like, made it say finesse. Oh, uh, really? And I remember people, the day it came out, people were on there cutting them up. So what he did is he had an embroidered Tennessee but he cut it, the Tennessee, to where it said finesse. Saw people going on there, riding that way for a week, selling them for, for a little bit more than normal, cutting them up if they wanted to and selling them. And then it just dropped off. So that didn't last long. Can't say that I've seen that one. Google it, man. You'll find out. Drake, finesse, Tennessee, crew neck. So he just used Tennessee because he could use that to make the word finesse. That's the only reason? Yes. It wasn't like he was a Tennessee Vol fan? Uh, I don't think so. I think he just wanted it to to say that. And then that's what he did. Here's the image right here. Let's see this. Yeah, I hadn't seen this. Yeah, but I saw I saw cats online just starting to take their Tennessee hoodies or crewnecks and cutting them up to where it said finesse and trying to sell them. And people were buying them. Because that's what Drake that's, did. Uh, yeah. I see cats all the time doing stuff like that. They'll post a picture of um, just an artist with that shirt on. Like, hey, this guy wore it. I saw a guy one time. He's an account. I'm not, not I like the guy's account. I'm not going to even name drop him, but he had on a. He had found the exact soccer jersey that Drake had worn. He posted a picture of that jersey. The next picture on the scroll. 
or the swipe, excuse me, was uh, was Drake wearing it. Things like that. So I see people trying to push. Uh, I see okay, people. Like okay, I, I got you on. one. Whenever the guesties are popular, like at the height of popularity, when they're like you can't find them anywhere. Like they're, I think they're becoming more and more common now because people are looking for them. But there was a time when people were like, I'd found one. It was a, uh, it was blue, navy blue and orange, with a. Uh, it was, it was interesting. It was the first one I ever found that was actually a horizontal stripe. I'd found some vertical stripes before, and they just didn't go for as much at the time. Find it. I posted online for what I thought was a good price, ninety dollars. Sold it within five minutes. Knew it wasn't a good price. Knew I could have gotten more out of it. I had so many, I had, I'm going to say roughly, not more than this, but roughly in the 20 message range of people messaging me, like, give me the person's contact that bought it. I want to message them. I want this shirt. Send me pictures of the inside tag, the outside tag. If it's green, if it's red, I want to know this stuff. And I was like, wow, this is all information I don't know about. This is all information that's new to me because I'm just some kid in the middle of the boondocks that finds a guest tee and knows nothing about it. I can't find a forum online about it. I don't really care enough to research it. So when was this? <clears throat> Probably two years ago. But it was a high of popularity. Well, then I see this one, I think, I hope I get the colors right. It should have been like a like dark brown, almost olive color, and black. And then the guy posts a picture of it. You swipe left. And it's a picture, I think, of a guy in a Boys in the Hood wearing it. See, so like people are doing that. They, oh, the Easy E era, the NWA era, Los Angeles Raiders ball cap. Okay, look, dude, I had one of those sitting in my closet. I used to wear it. The the Strand of Compton movie comes out. Easy two hundred dollar hat. Easy. I sold it like that. Was it selling before then for that much? Not as consistently. Same with when people die. You gotta. Cannonball run shirt you've been sitting on, Burt Reynolds eyes, put it on eBay, you're going to sell it for more than you ever could. Have. Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson, when he died, people were selling this stuff like crazy. That's always how it goes. Yeah, so watching deaths is a great thing for the resale market. People want it. I mean, I'll be honest. I picked up a, uh, a Mac Miller shirt I saw because it's like, fuck it. I know he's recently died. I was like, I feel like people are going to want this more now. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, getting sick. dude, especially with that, like some of these short-lived rappers, like Little Peep and uh, XX uh, Temptation, however you say his freaking name, um, those rappers with just a short-lived career before they died, um, I know people that get really upset, you know, if you talk bad about them, like they really were influential in them, like I guess with depression or whatever it may be, yeah, they it might eventually pay up for those shirts. Those are a limited run. Those are not out there a lot. You're looking at a very rare shirt, little Pete Tour shirt. Why? Because he was just spiking popularity, and then he passes away. Same with XXX or whatever. Mac Miller. It's crazy, man. So, yeah, out of death comes... Uh, comes money for... T-shirt value going up. Yeah. Um, we were talking about this earlier, the... Watch who's going to come back on a, re, a retour. Let's talk about, you know, uh, the Eagles. Hell freezes over in 95. Hadn't been a band forever. They come out. People like, we love the Eagles. Their shirts now still go for a lot of money. 
NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, some of these bands that were like really popular for their times, coming back to do reunion tours. Their stuff's going to go up in value. People are going to, again, be thinking about it. So what are your final thoughts? Let's get your final thoughts on this. It's going to take a true genius to know what's going to be popular. I really think so. You know, we don't know the next big thing. We just got to try to stay up on current events, stay young, not get stuck on a rut, know what kids now like. I mean, I see kids all about like Rick and Morty, you know, could that be the next big thing in a couple of years? So Rick and Morty shirt. Um, just, you know, it's like, it's hard to know. You never know. Ren and Stimpy, you know, who would have ever thought that that would have been such a iconic and transcending cartoon at its time. I mean, I know everybody knew it was a big deal, but now you look back and it's like, Oh, so if it wasn't for Ren and Stimpy, SpongeBob wouldn't look the way it does. Well, all the, some of the, the, um, more, uh, I can't think of the word. I want to say crude graphics, but like just the, the pus and the pimples and the, the close-up shots, the detail shots. Yeah, some of those like, ugh, like the, the gross stuff. So, you don't know. Like, I think the obscure stuff is always going to be worth more. Uh, the cult classic stuff, and then just figuring out what your movie stars are wearing, who your fashion icons are wearing. If you know what they're wearing, then you know what's popular. For example. I have a picture that I posted of a gray Nike crew neck with a black check on it. Gray tag is a fleece sweater. For some reason, it got 700 range, 700 range likes on Instagram. I start doing my research. Simplistic is in. A lot of people liked it. My NASCAR all over print Dale Earnhardt shirt that at one time was very popular. Now, not so much. So that's a, that's something that rose and fell. So my final thoughts are um, figure out what's popular currently. If you find it, kudos. If you don't, Make sure that you don't overinflate that item and leave it listed for too much after the market kind of falls off on it. All right. You got any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'd say, guess just get anything. If you got enough space, storage space, and enough money, just get anything with a really cool print and sit on it. Eventually, it's going to be worth something. Uh, a lot of the stuff we used to pass over, not think twice about it, it's now more sought after. So even if you think it'll never go anywhere, more than likely it will, even if it takes 15, 20 years. So if you got the patience and the storage space, pick it up, sit on it, and uh, enjoy that moment when all that stuff starts going off and you're just sitting on a gold mine. That's my final thoughts on it. I think that was our longest one, man. Yeah, what's the time frame?